Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I am Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Missionary Baptist Church. Honored to be your host on today and to have you as an audience. Thank you so very much for making the sacrifice that we might be able to call on the name of the Lord in prayer while interceding on behalf of others and for ourselves. Thank you so very much for this opportunity. I have been, in fact, teaching you and giving some instructions on the idea of the passages of Scripture that specifically talks about um, ask and you shall receive. I want to continue our um, conversation on that on today. Ask and you shall receive. I do hope that you can add to your notes that you currently have. I want to pick up where I left off. Now, when you look at that particular passage, um, um, and we've we've seen it in many places in the Bible, ask and you shall receive. The biblical instructions concerning prayer that we've received so far is that we pray for the good things that we truly need, that we pray for the good things that we truly need. We agreed that what we ask for must be in, it's got to be good in God's estimation. It has to be good in God's estimation. So the biblical instructions concerning prayer is that we pray for the good things that we truly need. The second condition that I gave to you was that we pray in Jesus' name, that we pray in Jesus' name. If that line that we've seen in many pr- in the prayers, um, ask and it shall receive, if it's going to work, then we've got to understand the conditions that are applied to it. The first condition is that we pray for the good things that we truly need. Um, the second condition is that we pray in Jesus' name. Now, to pray in Jesus' name is to pray on the basis of Jesus' authority, but it also involves praying according to the will of God. It involves praying to the will of God. Biblical instructions concerning prayer is that we pray for the good things that we truly need according to the will of God in the authority of Jesus Christ. Now, we have to do this, and I want to give this in three ways. We've got to do this. One is persistently. We have to do it persistently, and that's according to Luke 18, verse 1. And this is what he says. And he told them a parable to the effect that they ought to always pray and not lose heart. So we got to pray that we got to do it persistently. That's the the, the we got to do it persistently.
Secondly, we have to do it unselfishly. James 4, verse 3 says, You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. So we've got to we've got to do this persistently. We have to do it unselfishly. But then here is the number, the last one, number three, and we have to do it in faith. It has to be done in faith. So James one and six tells us, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Now, I want to go over this one more because this is important, you all. So, as the, when we look at that passage of Scripture, ask and it shall be received. We don't, there are conditions. The biblical instructions concerning prayer is that we pray for the good things that we truly need according to the will of God in the authority of Jesus Christ. And we got to do it persistently, unselfishly, and in faith. For persistently, we utilize Luke 18 and 1. Unselfishly, we have to do James 4 and 3. And in faith, we have to do James 1 and 6. Now, in Matthew 21 and verse 22, um, we also see uh, in Jesus emphasizing um, faith there. This is what Jesus says. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. If you have faith. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Now, those who truly believe God will witness the amazing, the infinite power of God. However, comparing Scripture with Scripture, we know that the asking must be done within the will of God. So part of having faith in acceding to God's plan as best um, is what is required of us. So if we ask for healing, and that is in the best interest and the best thing for us, we should not doubt that God will heal us. If he does not heal, then not being healed is a necessary part of a larger plan, one that's ultimately for our good. Uh, according to Psalms 37 and 4, now please hear this, in Psalms 37 and 4, it says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, that verse does not give us a way to manipulate God, nor does it mean that if we, that if we obey, he will reward us with whatever treat we crave. Rather, it means this, you all, that when we delight ourselves in God, then we will find everything we want and need in him. 
The key here is that the heart of the seeker becomes changed. I'll say it again. The heart of the seeker is changed. When we delight in the Lord, God's desires begin to become our own desires. When our desires match God's, then our prayers are automatically aligned with his will. So among the most important prayers in the life of a Christian are simply this. Teach me to love you above all else and cause me to want what you want. I'll say that again. Please hear this, you all. Among the most important prayers in the life of any believer is this. Teach me to love you above all else and cause me to want what you want. Listen, brothers and sisters, when we truly desire God, when we are passionate to see his will accomplished in this world, and when we ask for what brings him glory, he's eager to give us anything we ask. Sometimes the things that glorify God are pleasant. Sometimes they are difficult for us, like a failure that humbles us or a physical weakness that makes us more dependent upon God. In um, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, it says, So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Sometimes, you all, um, the, God gives us things that are difficult for us, but he does it so that we will remain humble. It can be a physical weakness that make us more dependent upon God. But when we pray within his will, in the authority of Jesus, persistently, unselfishly, and in faith, we will receive what we need. That's what he said to us. We will receive what we need. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I'm going to ask you today to help me to intercede on behalf of others. If you will, I'm, I'm praying um, for the family, the Marks family, praying for Sister Mary Davis and Doretha Williams. Um, we're praying today for Deacon Evelyn Mack and for Sister Martina Baxter. Praying for Associate Pastor Talia White and Sister Mary Little Irvin. We're praying for the McDuffie family and the transitioning of their brother. That homegoing service, memorial service, will be held at Carolina Church on this coming Saturday. We're praying for Sister Angela Jones, her husband James, who had a stroke. We're praying for him. Deacon Vivian Walston, praying for 
um, Carolyn Hines, who has COVID. We're praying today for Christy Thielen and her husband, Garen, Garen and their company. We're praying for entrepreneurs. We're praying for today for you and for those of you on this call and for persons who are connected to you. We're lifting you in prayer on today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are so grateful that you've given us, God, your word, that we might get to know you, know the intricacies that are contained within being in relationship with you. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for giving unto us instructions on how to live according to your word. Thank you for the relationship you've called us into. Truth of the matter is, God, we didn't deserve your mercy nor your grace. We don't deserve the relationship. But God, you loved us enough that you saw fit to extend unto us grace and mercy, putting us in relationship with you. We thank you for your love that surpasses even our understanding, God. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for putting us in right relationship with you. Thank you for allowing your spirit to come alive in us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that fills us, leads us, directs us, and comforts us. God, thank you. If we had 10,000 tongues, we would not be able to thank you enough. And y'all listen, and while we're thanking you, hey, listen, thank you for touching us with a finger of love and awakening us to see a new day, a day we've never seen before and shall never see again. Oh, God, we thank you so very much for just being in relationship. God, thank you for being God for being a God who does not change. God, we appreciate your standard of constant and consistency. Thank you for the standard and for the lessons that you are yet teaching us, God. God, I pray for those names that have been called on today and even the names I didn't know to call, but Lord, you know. You know us so well, God, that you know what we need even before we ask. And we are just grateful for your word that Lord has unpacked for us. Everything that we need to know, God, as it relates to how we can receive that which is in your will. God, we know that there is no good thing that you want to withhold from us. And so, Father, we understand that what we ask for has to be good. We understand that it must be within your will and that we are praying in the name of Jesus. And praying in his name requires that it's in your will and that we're praying in the authority of Jesus, God, persistently unselfishly and in faith 
And then, God, we shall receive what we need. We thank you for just peeling back the layers of your word, allowing us to see that we don't have a blanket condition, um, but that we have, a, we have a, a promise, you all, or a blanket promise. We have a condition or have a promise that has conditions. And, Lord, we thank you that we recognize that we don't have a blanket promise. But we have a promise that's laced with conditions, and you've allowed us, God, to peel back the layers one after another to see what the conditions are that we might align ourselves properly with your word. Now, Lord, as a result of what we've seen today and heard, I pray that you will get glory from it, God, and that our prayer lives will be the stronger. And that we'll get to delight ourselves in your desires, God. (laughs) We'll delight ourselves in you. And as we delight ourselves in you, then we'll find everything we want and need in you. Thank you, God, for changing our hearts to align with your will. Father, hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, my brothers and sisters, thank you for your presence on today. Let me thank all five of you who sent the email to A. Moore at Carolina Church. Now, if you haven't done that yet, I just want to make sure that we are on point doing what we need to do. Would you do that for me? A more at carolinachurch.org. A more at carolinachurch.org. It will help me tremendously as we are preparing for 2023 in terms of what we need to do to make sure that we are meeting the needs of those of you who are on this call. I appreciate you so very much. I also ask if you all would share this call with someone. Please share this call. If it's beneficial to you, it's a blessing. Would you help me to encourage others to be a part that we might get the word out? God's called us to disciple, to make disciples. And um, this is one of the ways that we can begin to do that. So I want to ask you to help me with that, if you will. And listen, on your mark, get set. Let's grow. I want y'all to have a great day on purpose. Know that I love you with all of my heart.